This is Talking Cowboys. Streaming live on DallasCowboys.com. And the official Dallas Cowboys app. First down. Jason Witt is in the end zone. Intercepted. Sean Lee. Touchdown. Des Bryant. Now, your hosts, Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus, Taylor Stern, and Rob Phillips. Welcome, everybody, into the SWBC Mortgage Studio as we get ready for a new episode today, talking everything Dallas Cowboys, final observations from the San Francisco game, and of course, a little recap of last night's game. But how is everyone doing in here, Mick? Who's she doing a song with? Oh, we were just discussing prior to the show beginning. Thank you for bringing that up. Cardi B and Beyonce will be performing a song together. Who do you be? Cardi. Cardi, Cardi. Not, not Marty. Cardi B. Yeah, that's right. Not Marty B. I do have a beautiful photo. I don't know if I've showed you this, Brian. Prior to the Packers game, Martellus Bennett did come over mm-hmm. and shake Mickey's hand, and I captured the I moment. I long lost friend. Yeah. I captured the moment, and there's a photo of Mickey looking at Marty B like, I love you. <laughs> I love you. I love you. I thought it was, are you serious? Yeah. No, I have the image. I'll tweet yeah. it from the Talking Cowboys account. That would be funny. Yeah. How are you doing? Doing well. I was wondering if Mickey or Rob uh, had on their square-toed kicking shoe today and were out there backyard trying to get some field goals home. I No, I've, I'm not the guy for it. My feet I'm, are bad. I'm good for 25 yards. Yeah. Of Thanks. course. Is that it? Thanks, Brian, for asking me that because, you know, Katie Nida was a female kicker. You're good from 25 yards? Oh, you're the host. I was asking. I was just asking. the. My bad. Yes. I think we need Homecoming to. girl, right? She was. The homecoming girl. And how far was the field goal? Katie Nida? No, this yeah. was back at UNM, like back in. Oh, no. There was a, a girl that just recently made a field goal that was a homecoming queen. Mm, I, didn't, I missed that. Kent, this oh, was, yeah. Kent, this was like yeah. 26 years ago, okay? What is he talking about? Right now, I was going to say, we can he was do a periscope. and 25-yard. Oh. See if you can ca- really kick a 25-yarder. I'd be willing to you think see that. It might, it might be a good Mickey point. challenge. I know. I want I want Mickey some. challenge would be funny. We at could go out back right here and film that. At the uh, idea, Brian. 1991 Super Bowl. The one in last time it was in Minneapolis. Ah. We went to the NFL experience. So it was Washington Buffalo? Yes. Okay. And wow. we stood in line, myself and Tim Kalashaw, to kick a field goal. And if you made it, they gave you something, right? Oh, that's sports writers. If it's free, let me line up and make a field hey, goal. <laughs> I was in a suit and dress shoes, right? And yes. How close? I won, I won a, a set of trading cards oh, back wow. then when those cards were like a big deal. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wowie. It was 15, 20. Something like that. Really? Oh, now it's... It was on a T, or was it... They they hold it for you. <laughs> we, we walked it back no a worrying. little bit. Yeah. yeah, it was on a T. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And what else happened? What else did I not remember? Tim, Tim's <laughs> went nice and high and flipped over. Yeah. Mine just got over the crossbar. That's, Do you hey, guys the want co- to talk about the guys that are actually here doing the workouts? Yeah, that was... I'm, I was Do just... Do you have the names for us? I know that uh, that Nugent was one of them. Nugent. Mike Nugent. Mike Nugent was one. I know that Sam Irwin Hill. Sam Irwin Hill, who we've had here before, and then Jason Mike, Myers. Jason Myers, Jacksonville, recently cut by the Jags. Jags. And I also heard rumblings. Of course, you know, a lot of people were asking Coach Garrett yesterday because he had a press conference later in the afternoon. Who would have been the other kicker beside? Of course, the GOAT, Jeff Heath, and that would have been L.P. Latasor, the long snapper. And uh, Jeff Heath kind of laughed about it, and he said once he saw L.P. going to go stretch, he said, put that down, I got this. No, that was the kickoffs. Let let it go. The kickoffs? Kickoffs. Oh, not for the field goals or anything? Kickoffs. Uh. Say it one more time. 
kick off. Yeah. <laughs> Just want to make sure. <laughs> no, you're right, Mickey. You are right. He's... And then Heath said, yeah, I got this. Don't yeah. worry about it. Yeah. So. So these guys. Well, I was saying they also brought in a long snapper to work out too. Just yeah, yeah but LP was yeah. there and Chris was there so they did the whole operation. Yeah, they yeah. Just, yeah. It, was, it Beautiful. was pretty good. They didn't want to wear out old nope. man LP, right? So of those 3, Nugent by far has the most experience. His accuracy, career accuracy and Myers career accuracy, career, I can't say it. Uh just don't worry about it. there's things I can't say. Both 80%. What's what's good for 90? a career? <laughs> well, the all-time leader ever is Bailey. Bailey, who's at what eighty-nine? Yeah, he yeah. hasn't been so, at ninety. But so ninety is ninety like, is like that's really like Mickey good. range. Okay, you want to be better than seventy-five percent. Let's put it that way. No, if you're seventy-five percent, I don't think you have a job. You Probably don't have a job. I don't think you, have you a need job. to be eighty, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, I think you need to be in the eighties. You, you have to be A or B player here. You know what though? And we're, I was talking to some folks though about Nugent because he was at the Giants. Yes. And the Giants folks said that he made everything, everything in the summer kicked off well, did everything to make the football team. And I think Rosas, Rosas, how do you say it? Rosas is their think? kicker. And they said, yeah, they kept him young guy, str- younger guy, a little bit stronger leg. But they said Mike Nugent did nothing but positive things. So, be interesting to see if you're the Cowboys and you're thinking about it. Do you go with Sam Irwin Hill or do you go with a, a kicker like Mike Nugent, who you know? Has made some some kicks, big kicks in his life. Yeah, he's been in the league twelve years. He's thirty five. I mean, he didn't look thirty five. I might lean toward experience, especially depending on how long you've got to be without Dan potentially, which could be two games, three games. We're not really sure. What the general manager say? He he opened up something this morning on his show about if you could kick field goals but don't kick off. I think he was trying to point out a timeline of when Bailey can get back. Like one and sit out one week. Was, <laughs> his point was you can get back quicker probably to kick field, field goals, goals than be kickoff than guy. kickoff guy. Right. And so those guys jumped I took it as him trying to point a timeline of when he could be back. Those guys took it as, oh, maybe they're gonna have one of each. Right. And I'm going, oh, that's pretty I think if you chancy can, on your fifty three yeah, roster. If you can get Bailey back just to kick field goals just let Jeff Heath continue to kick off mm-hmm. and not use a roster that, spot that's for LP. He, yeah. That's when Dan first got here as a rookie. He did that with uh, Bueller. Yeah. yeah. Bueller? Yeah. yeah. Bueller. Bueller was the uh, – David Bueller, wasn't it? David Bueller. David Bueller. Bueller? Yeah, I, kickoff no, specialist extraordinaire. B. Yeah. Kind of a weird cat. Tried to make him into a field goal kicker and it didn't work out. No, it didn't at all. Draft pick, by the way. It was a draft pick. Yeah, but I don't know if you – well, I guess it depends on how important you think kickoffs are. Like, if you want your uh, coverage team to know where the ball's going. Yeah. Well, the, <laughs> I was, I was. What kinda, happened? No, Nothing. I was. Uh, carry on. Carry on. Yeah, I got to fight through it. I was thinking though that it's funny when you because I'm going to break something down today in the SWBC Mortgage Studio. That, that's our rodeo. But what am I? The, the Academy. Uh, Academy Sports and Outdoors Film Room of. The last, well, the the first kickoff that Heath has, yeah. he's got a chance on the kickoff to make the tackle oh, yeah. inside the ten yard line. I mean, he, they don't account for him, so usually they don't. You know, they don't count. That's for awesome. Game. And yeah. all of a sudden, you see Heath's running down the field, and everybody else is getting blocked, but him, and he just kind of moseys right into the uh, right in there and gets an op- opportunity. M- Mickey talking to himself during the game. Yeah, when I when I saw you it, do that. I, I said, <laughs> I said, did he just? M- 
kickoff and make the tackle? Yeah. Because I saw his number flash it flashed. there. Yeah, it actually, actually, Kyle Wilber makes the tackle at the 12. But Jeff Heath had a chance to make the tackle at the 10. And he was the one guy that wasn't accounted for by the 49ers. That's so like, maybe maybe having a kickoff guy that's your, that can tackle. your safety will be an advantage. Was that the one that kind of fumbled? Fumble, fumbled in zone. Yeah, well, yeah, he in. said it wasn't. Adva- it, it puts the coverage team in a compromising spot because they don't know where the balls go. But at the same time, the other team doesn't know where the ball's going either, so right. they can't really block it up. So. And he got an extra coverage guy. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Now they're going to sign a kickoff guy today, or a kicker today. Kicker. Yeah. Does, and does, I think I think that might be uh, Irwin Hill's downfall, the kickoffs. The kickoffs? Yeah. I thought he kicked off well in camp. Guys, Irwin Hill, you know he had a punt return for a touchdown here in AT&T Stadium? A punt return or a fake punt? Fake punt. Fake yeah. punt. Against yeah. my Aggies. Yeah. Yeah. That He's an one, athlete. That's the one you had me watch about 17 <laughs> times to try and find your boyfriend, right? We found him. Yeah. Found him. <laughs> he threw a key block along the way, didn't yeah. he? Does, uh, so you don't think oh, is that how you found your boyfriend? Yeah, I was She's like, Sam Irwin Hill. Yeah. scouting kickoff Watching coverage. Film. And yeah. I'll go out with that guy. No, it was actually at Dan Skipper's <laughs> wedding. Thank you. <laughs> that's what it sounded like. Oh, we're peeling the curtain back. We were watching it after the fact. I've heard I've heard of people going She's like, to combine hey, to look uh, for a husband. Hey, Broadman. That's terrible. What? That you would what? think I would be that kind of person. That's a thing, Mickey? I was joking. It's not a funny thing. <laughs> no, joke. it's serious. <sighs> oh, me. What? What? Tell you, you guys. I'll tell you later like, off. The I year. would. Okay. Okay, guys. So obviously, if they're going to add a kicker, you got to make yeah. a roster move because, yeah. of course, they moved Richard Ash on Saturday. So they had had 53 going into this game on Sunday. Dan Bailey, his injury. You don't want to cut Dan Bailey because it's only going to be a few weeks, and he's oh, not yeah. going to go to oh, very IR. Very good. There we go. Yeah. Not Thank good. you, Mickey. <laughs> Golly, yeah. we're not cutting Dan Bailey. He's very good. Going to cut you. <laughs> You said we're not cutting Dad Bailey. Well, she, I was she, explaining she, the roster situation. Uh, anyway, she's stating the obvious. Mick. Helen Moore okay. was inactive on Sunday, hurt. and he's yeah. still eligible for the practice squad. Jerry Jones said this morning on the fan that he could be a consideration for the cut here. Obviously, with hopes to bring him back on the practice squad. Yeah, I, except go. those guys said it, and Jerry said, "Yeah, but we haven't decided yet." You know what? I but but is but but if you look at your roster in the current state. I mean, you 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 know, I, actually, Richard Ashton played badly. I was he was all right. It was yeah. I, it wasn't you know he was pretty good. He had a pressure there. Or yeah, he did. It was a few plays, but yeah. But do you do you think about your roster? You think about instead of getting some get a moving on from somebody you might need, and it looks like to me Stephen Jones even came out and talking about the uh, about the, uh, the the fact that you're probably going to see Cooper Rush. Yeah, he's your, the backup. Your backup quarterback. Makes sense though if you don't want to mess with it. They did it to get to the fifty-three. Maybe they very well do it again. And and for someone now to sign him, right? If you put him there, or if you released him, or you know you, well, you would have to release him and then put him on the practice. Right. Line. He wouldn't. He is. Uh, he's not subjected to the waivers until after the trade deadline. Right. So he could say no, and you can say, hey, we're paying you more than what the practice he's, squad guy I would gets. Gu- I would guarantee that his salary is probably going to be the same. And as he'll and they'll and he'll agree to it. Yep. And if somebody tries to sign him, they would have to keep him on the fifty-three for three weeks, four weeks, three weeks, right? Three yeah. weeks. Yep. So a minimum of three weeks. Yeah. I don't so think I don't think he's going. It's a anywhere. pretty safe. Yeah, I don't move, think, he's, I, think. I, I don't think he's going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Safe moves. I like it. Safe move. Not safe 
is although Rob speed. Rob's a little worried to have a second year quarterback backed up by a rookie quarterback. No, I'm not. I was just looking up this morning the, the last time that happened, and it's been about 15 years. Yeah, we'll take care of it in the break. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 15 years. Explain that to us, Rob. Uh, the last time Mickey helped me look this up this morning was 2002. He was helpful. Yeah, absolutely. It all goes away when we step into the studio. I don't know. I don't know what happens. It's, it's an like alter a switch ego. goes off. It is an yeah. alter ego. Uh, <laughs> try to keep everybody in line. That's all. Quincy Carter was your. It was kind of the same thing. Quincy Carter was your second year starter. Chad Hutchinson, rookie, former baseball extraordinaire, mm. was your backup quarterback. So it it hasn't happened very often. I think to go back before that, oh one, Quincy's a rookie. You've got Sterner, Clint Sterner, who started a few Ooh, games. Thinking. Then you Distant go cousin. Anthony Wright got hurt, remember? Yeah. 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 Then you go all the way back before that. Because he had a lot of experience. When, was, when, did, we <sighs> use, when did we use uh, Randall Cunningham? Was that an early night? Was that a that was Troy's last year, night, night, uh, or 2000. 2000. Okay. Yeah. So to go back further than that, it's probably yes. Troy's rookie year. 89, you had Steve Walsh right behind Troy, two rookies. So it's rare, but they obviously – I think they feel like it's time. I, I don't know if they went into the game thinking, hey, we might win by 30 and it's a chance to get him some They snaps. got lucky. I think it was an opportunity, but I think they looked at the bye week and said, hey, we give him a few, a couple extra practices to get ready. It's time. And I, I think very well this could be a move the rest of the season that we see. Actually, I was told that they had circled the bye week as the time to have him mm. start getting ready because they really liked what he did in preseason and training camp but they didn't feel good about a raw rookie as the backup in game one or game two. So they said, well, look at where the bye is. So let's just let's, let's circle that. Let's put him in when the games – you can't lose games, right? And then we can get him extra snaps and then get him ready for San Francisco. Yeah. And that's what they – that was the plan all along, I heard. Well, that's okay? good insight. Everybody okay with that? I am. Nikki? I'm okay. Yeah, it's – if he's your guy down the road, especially if Dak stays healthy ahead of Kellen Moore <laughs> and he's practicing better than Kellen Moore and he's the other option besides Dak, uh, the best option after Dak, then go for it. I mean, I think he's got to earn it to some degree, but it sounds like he has in practice. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, what about you? No, I'm, you know, I'm all for playing the young guys. So I'll be really interested, though, if something does happen. And again, knock on wood, like Taylor always likes to say, but I. They might change it again. Yeah, that's what, you know. That, well, well, you I, can't change I, it no, no, midstream I, I, in the game. Hey, you know what? If if that's the case, just go forward. But I'm saying what I'm saying is they. No, they, no, I'm not they, arguing they, with you. They but didn't. I, they didn't spend money on a ten-year veteran backup. They went with two relatively young guys. Kelly yeah. Moore's still a young guy in this league. That's what you went with. You didn't go with a ton of experience. If he's proven in practice that he's better than Kellen Moore, then he should be the backup. No, no, I don't disagree with you there. I think it's just interesting that they they wait. You know, like I say, these games are now. You're in a situation where, you know, if if something happens to to Dak, you know, you're probably they would. I mean, you're, I think your team's deep enough to survive. Yeah. But can it do what it needs to do? And I, I, that's what I would worry about right there. But I'm all for it. If that's, if that's the route they want to go, that's the route they want to go. I was the guy in training camp last summer that was saying, oh, they got to go get a veteran. You know, I, I, don't, I don't know about Dak yet or Jamil Showers, and he proved me wrong. Now, maybe that's a once-in-a-generation type thing, what Dak did. But I'm hesitant to say, oh, Rush can't do the job just because he's too young. Yeah. I, I think you've got it, and Nate always spoke to this on, on the show last year, everybody else has to step up around the guy. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be everybody. It's got to be receivers getting open. It's got to be the running backs. It's got to be everything. So 
Hopefully that never happens, though. It makes a difference, as we saw it last night with the Eagles. You know, Carson Wentz just has a phenomenal game. He, of course, had a, a solid rookie season. You know, the Eagles didn't make it to the playoffs or anything, but when you have guys around you that can make the plays, yeah. and then you can be a mobile quarterback and – yeah, he's, he's tough in the as long pocket. As you're not playing the Cowboys as your f- first game as a starter in the National Football League. Yeah. Bethard. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, that didn't go over so well. No, it no. didn't. It did not. I, are you guys worried about the Eagles? Are they running away with this thing? Well. They're two and a half games up, so you would say once they get their bye, you would hope it's two games. Right. And then you got to play them twice. Right. you got to so, take care of it. You got to take care. That Jets, what Jerry said today, he goes, I, th- he, I love the way, and I never n- understood this till I started hanging around with people from the South when they say, "I'm proud to have you." Right. You know, it's like I'm glad. I'm glad, right? Happy, and he said, "I'm proud that we get to play him twice." Yeah. And it's like proud. I'd rather not play him at all. They match no, up well. You well, got a chance to beat Yesterday, when them. I asked you guys the question of who you wanted to win in the game, you guys unanimously all agreed Redskins. But you know, got, got half the equation. Got yeah. a bunch of guys beat up. I was talking later to Manny, of course, who had played for the Eagles previously, and we were talking about it because I would much rather just have the Redskins knocked out. You know, let's just have it between the Cowboys and the Eagles at the end. Well, no, yeah, actually, I mean, his point was that the Cowboys are already not going to win the division, and they got to worry about. I was <gasps> because I was waiting to do my show, and I had to listen to the entire show before when they were feeding it. Well, hey, I was listening. I heard that that's part. A, that's a backhanded you think compliment. They, you think they win this won. division? I don't know. I, I look, think it's still open. They're six I mean, we're, we're, ha- we're halfway home. I mean, next week is eight, week eight, right? I don't think they've run away with it. There's, they're three games up on Dallas, and they've got to play Dallas twice. That's how it's going to get sorted out if, if the Cowboys can keep winning. Now, they do have their, two up in the loss column. Their next, they play San Francisco this week. Their next two games are at home against San Francisco and now Denver, who is not the Denver Denver's, that we it, all you, you wish you played Denver now. Right. Yeah. Take me to take me to Invesco Field or whatever it's called, Sports Authority Place or Mile sports, High Sports Sports Authority at Mile High. Yeah, whatever. It, take me to that place now. It'll all shake out at some point. Like they've got three of their next four at home. After they go to Dallas, come here, then they play Chicago at home. But then they play three straight road games: Seattle, Rams, Giants. None of those are guaranteed. So they have to go play the Seattle on the road. Yeah, first um, first week in December. Yikes. So they've got their their stretch of tough They got to enter the Rams' den, huh? Yeah. Ooh, not the Coliseum. You think the Rams win the East or the East to West? Maybe. See, now. now Isn't you know, their offense a little bit better than everybody oh, else's? Oh, their defense. Seattle's yeah, they're, struggling on offense. And the reason I'm asking all these questions is because I'm looking at wild card spots. Wild card, yep. I'm That's thinking. What uh, Manny was looking Yeah, at. I'm looking at wild card spots because I'm sitting there thinking, I'm thinking, okay, Minnesota probably in the North. I mean, everybody's got Detroit. I think Minnesota. Minnesota. Had enough of the Packers. Had enough of the Packers. <laughs> okay. 80, 87 yards in a game. Eh, I'm Brett Hundley. Okay. <laughs> okay. Enough. Had enough. But think about, no, how you, you know, is there. The Bears? Is there a, the, not the Bears, Mickey. They threw 14 <laughs> times the other day. They had four completions. They won the game, though. Four completions to win the game. But thinking about, if okay, halfway, the halfway wild card thoughts. I'm not seeding this division yet, but I see your point. I mean, there's a lot of teams at that four and two range right now, so we'll see. Especially, I mean, like you say, you're gonna you're gonna have to. Atlanta's struggling. There, I mean, who who's got the who's got the South? How many? I mean, you got to think of how many how many wild cards are gonna come out of these divisions. New Orleans has risen up. As That's a, what I'm as a saying. Team, yeah, potentially. Yeah, 
Yeah. We don't know who's good yet. I That's kind of my point. <clears throat> I can't remember if I counted Washington or not. I think I did. There were five teams, so now four since Washington beat. So we're, so beaten. we're the same as record. So five teams, four teams have two losses. So right. basically they're one loss better than the Cowboys at this point. Rams game, Packers game. But that's all right. I mean, that's not that's not like you can't overcome that. Yeah, you and, can. And, and a couple of those are leading the division. Like what, Atlanta's leading their division, right, at four and two? No, 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 no that would be the Saints. The Saints. Saints. But they're both four and two. I think right? the, I think the same. I think the Atlanta is oh, three, four and, and three, three and three or four, four and, and three. three. Yeah, that's right. Well, I got it here. I can yeah. tell you. That. Yes. Well, let's take Don't our first break paper, here Mickey. in the SWBC market. That's where you get your news right here. No, it isn't. It's already old. <laughs> All right, call us two one four eight seven two twenty one zero two. We'll be right back in the SWBC Mortgage Studio. We, the entertainment-loving people, want a smartphone built for us. With AT&T and DirecTV, you can get the Samsung Galaxy S8. With an infinity edge-to-edge screen, it's perfect for entertainment. We want exactly what you just said. Buy a Samsung Galaxy S8 and get one free after bill credits when you buy both on AT&T Next and have DirecTV. Visit your local AT&T store today. Buy each for $750 on installment agreement with eligible service. New line is free up to $750 in credits over 30 months. Credits start in two to three bills if service canceled by balance due. Taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. Limited time offers. See store for details. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel, Will McClay, and of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broadus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Cowboys fans know that the second best of anything simply won't cut it, and your skincare should be no different. A longtime locker room favorite of the players and the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas-based Jack Black is the number one best-selling men's skincare brand in the country because we make products that help guys look, smell, and feel better. Visit GetJackBlack.com Cowboys to get $10 off your first order of $50 or more. Jack Black, look good, smell good, feel good. Official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. I hear all this talk about what it takes to be a cowboy. Everyone's got their ideas, but I just say to myself, it's what's up top that matters. Sure, you need men with the muscle and heart to get her done, but if your scouts and coaches are listening out there, a word of advice. Pick the man with the most well-worn Stetson. That's the one most cut out to be a cowboy. Stetson hats are handmade right here in Texas and have been on cowboys' heads for over 150 years. The rest of you can visit stetson.com slash cowboy to find a retailer nearest you this is talking cowboys a true cowboy loves his freedom and tommy john gives you that feeling of freedom where it counts with a contour pouch that nestles you in fabrics you can barely feel yeah shop exclusive cowboys underwear at tommyjohn.com forward slash cowboys for 20 percent off your first order tommyjohn.com forward slash cowboys do you know because of that comfort When I went to the bathroom in the press box in San Francisco, I had time to read. I had to time to read the sign on the wall, and it said, "Do not drink the water; it's reusable water." What water were they talking about? What are you talking about? The urinal? Do you not see that sign? No. Sink water. No, it was over the urinal. There are some signs. There's some things we just can't explain. There are some signs that just don't need to be there, right? Yeah, like common sense. Just take your hand in there and take a look. I don't know. (laughs) Your name tag. (laughs) 
They just said it was recyclable water or reusable water. Well, I'm yeah. glad the comfort helped there. So yeah. I got time to read it. <laughs> yeah, with your Tommy Johns on. We kind of got into it. We talked a little bit about the Eagles-Redskins game, but I have a question I want to pose to you two guys. Or three. Three. Sorry, couldn't count today. <laughs> two guys and Mickey. <laughs> a man. And the- a man among boys. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Truly. Who is a better quarterback right now? Dak Prescott or Carson Wentz? Obviously, Carson mm. Wentz. Oh, leading, coming with the fastballs. Ooh, wow. Leading his team to 6-1 uh, and one now, five straight wins. And Dak Prescott just led his team to get back to 500-3-3 three three after their bye week. So Dak's stats, obviously, one game behind Carson Wentz. For the regular season, he's had 62 percentage completion, yeah. 1,426 yards, 1,426 yards, 14 touchdowns, four interceptions, 98.2 rating. Carson Wentz, on the other hand, has a 61.6 completion percentage, yeah. 1,852 yards, 17 touchdowns, obviously four coming last night, four interceptions as well, and a rating of 104.0. So very close stats here. Obviously, people have compared them throughout their rookie seasons and, and now entering their sophomore. You know, it's crazy. I think if you were in Philadelphia, you wouldn't trade Carson Wentz for Dak Prescott. And if you're in Dallas, you wouldn't trade Dak Prescott for Carson Wentz. That's fair. I, that's, yeah. I, that's, that's, I think that's the truth. I think, I think if you ask the staffs, and the Cowboys really, really, really liked Carson Wentz. They, they coached him in the Senior Bowl. Yeah. So did we. Yeah. Yeah, they, they coached him up. So – I think that – and Phil Savage, the director of the Senior Bowl, made that – he knew Dallas needed a quarterback, and he put him over there. So yeah. congratulations, Phil, for doing your job. But I, I will say this, though. Honestly, I believe that if you, if you ask the coaching staffs, they wouldn't trade the quarterbacks that they currently have. I don't know. You think that, that we've seen Carson Wentz move around, make some plays, win protection. I mean, he, he's, I think, less protected than what – Dak is. Dak is. Yes, I agree. And I think Did you see him come out of that cave. Yeah. Oh no, that's true. The well came out of the well. The well came out of the well. I was going to argue in the grass, but then I realized no one grasped me. Nobody he was grasped. Just kind of underneath everything. I tell you, that's a, that's a great question, Tay. Well, I was just curious, you know, because a lot of people are. And I'm not answering it right now. I'm not doing. But a you know job. what? And 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 because I love what Dak's done. The stats are deceptive because Philadelphia's got a much better defense. Than the Cowboys. That's very true. So more opportunity you get, for you sure. Got, and the fact that two of, uh, and I don't know his stats, Wentz's stats intimately, but two of uh, Dak's interceptions are drop passes for interceptions. I can't answer the question honestly because I, I watched him in Week One and really haven't watched him much since, except for highlights. Uh, but I, w- I would say Dak has a better supporting cast. I think he's like you said, the pass protection, some of the skill players, the running, running game. game. I yeah. think that helps Dak. I don't think that means Wentz is a better player. Um, He's been pretty good these last couple of weeks. I saw him play against Carolina. Yeah, I'm, and I'm getting ready to night. watch. I'm getting ready to watch Washington's defense against him. I got done with the offense. I don't know how good Washington's defense was, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I wish he I was spot you. on in some of those passes he was throwing last yeah. night. And Dak and is a better runner. Being able to, well, he, he, this guy ran pretty well. He can night. he can move and avoid and mobile, buy time. Both mobile. Yeah, Dak's a better threat, I think, in the running game. The zone. I don't know how much zone read stuff they really use with him. Do they? I mean, no. The the yeah. thing the thing too that that Wins had the problem last year was throwing the ball down the field. But his receivers last year, if you remember this was well, they were one of the top teams in the league when it, when it came to drops. Yeah. I mean, the ball wasn't going down the field, but I've seen 
Heck, I saw I, I forgot I was I was sitting there watching and and they had like a third and eighteen on a, in a game. It's like two three weeks ago, third and eighteen, and they throws it to Nelson Aguilar for a seventy five yard touchdown. Yeah, and you're like going. He found Ertz a lot last yeah, night. Yeah, and, and that's a great. And I mean, Aguilar last night. Yeah, that's too. a that great. Guy's starting to come along. Yeah, and then Jeffrey, Alshon Jeffrey. You know, I mean, I'm not acting like I know a lot about Alshon Jeffrey and the way he's playing, but that's a, another threat. But they they're they're not dropping the football on. But him. they did a lot in free agency for that. I thought yeah. they did. Alshon was a big pickup for. Yeah, him. I yeah. thought they did. You know, they made that an effort to do so. And oh, they got rid of some guys that couldn't catch. Yeah, that's for sure. Doug Peterson said enough. Mm-hmm. Move on. Chip Kelly, guys. Whoop, bye. See ya. Yeah, you know, one of those things. But yeah, I, it, I that, that's that's a very very difficult question to answer because I think if you put either one in either system, it's different. No, I think you'd have some success with both guys. It's like it's like the old coach. He says he's such a good coach. He could take your your players and beat you with your players, mm-hmm. and he could turn around and beat you with his players. You know, I mean that that's. I think both quarterbacks are, and I, I hate riding the fence. I'm not. No, gonna, but you're right. Because but but I but I think if so you I think, I think if you put Prescott in an Eagles uniform, people would probably start comparing him to like Donna McNabb. I mean, he's probably throwing the ball better than Donna McNabb, but the way the mobility, the the ball handling. The, big, the, big the clutchness, yeah. yeah, the clutchness of him, you know, the, the clutch plays that he makes. And then Carson Wentz, I mean, he's long, lanky, you know, on the move, throws, you know. I mean, there's, I think both guys would have success when you put them in the other team's scheme. I really do. This is looking like a rivalry that's going to stack up for a few years. When we're going to see people ask us that, going head to head. When they asked us that last year, I think our answer was, or at least mine was. Well, Dak's got a better supporting cast, yeah, than than what Wentz is. So don't judge Wentz on just yeah what he's doing now. And yeah. now you see with a better supporting cast, yeah, it's a, it's a it's a it's almost a dead heat. Yeah. Well, and this, want either one of them. This plays into Mickey's theory about quarterbacks that play a lot of football games in college, yeah, and their success in the NFL. Both Dak and Wentz played a lot of football games in college, and so and he kind of debunks the the theory that well. You can't make the jump from small school because he he did it. Now he he had some struggles last year, but it hasn't taken him very long. Um, I'm trying to think the last guy from a small small school like that 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 was ex- as successful. Tony Romo. Tony Romo took him some time, right? Yeah. Trevor Simeon. Um, no, or Northwestern isn't that small. No. Yeah, it's a big. You know, it's Big Ten. I know. Steve McNair sat for a long time. You know, they they threw Wentz. Right into it, but you know? I, I, you know, in this day and age, that's what we got. If if that's where if, we're at. That's where we're at. If you're going to make the move to go get a quarterback and be aggressive, mm-hmm. throw them out there. And then you know what? Because what happens? These coaches are going to get fired. You know, you might as well play with a guy. Give it a guy. You know, nobody. It's unusual what happened in San Francisco with that six-year contract for the general manager and the head coach. Yeah. Especially two guys that have, he's never been a head coach, and the other guy's never been a general manager. And they said, okay, here, here's six years to figure it out. That's rare right there. But the, this day and age, if you do not have a core, I, I, I want to, I just, I go back in my mind and I think about our early 2000s. You named all those quarterbacks that were just garbage, you know. And, and I, hey, I was garbage as a scout, so I'll, be, I'll take the blame. But, but the thing, the thing that if, if we could have just hit on a Dak Prescott, if we could have been the fourth round somehow – taking a Dak Prescott, you never know how the fortunes of your team would have been different. I mean, we, maybe you're not 5-11. Maybe you're only, you know, maybe you're 7-9, 8-8. Eight eight. 
but it might have been different. And that's where these young quarterbacks, they just take them and they say, put them in there and let them play. You well, know, I mean, we're good enough or except not. Except the Cowboys' punishment in 2001 was there was it was a two-quarterback draft. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying if you hit a fourth-round guy. Well, the if third you, round, fourth, fourth round, fourth fifth, round. sixth, yes. those yeah. guys no, uh, no yeah. good that year. Matt Hasselbeck. I'm just giving you – I'll throw it like from the 98 track. Matt Hasselbeck. You know I mean? I remember oh, Sean yes. Payton. Sean Payton evaluating Matt Hasselbeck, and he's like – yeah, I know there's Manning and Leaf and this and that and the other, and, and he's like, this Matt Hasselbeck's pretty darn good. You know, Matt Hasselbeck had a long career, but somebody like that. It's it's rare, though. You know this. Fourth round and deeper, it's hard to find a starter, man. It's it's mostly first, second round, a little bit of third round. Yeah, history Jack's will tell rare. you Yeah, history will tell you that. But the way these quarterbacks are playing now with Mickey, like he's this talking is about. different now. Yeah, but they're getting a lot more snaps. Yeah. You know, that's, you know, you're getting guys that – and what's happening is, because colleges are realizing this too, is if you have a really talented freshman, you're like, wait a minute, if I don't play him now, I'm, I'm only going to have him. I'm only going to get him for two years. Or here's the other thing. You know, because he's going to go to the NFL in three years. No one, no, None of these quarterbacks coming out of high school that think they're good aren't going to go somewhere and wait their turn. Right. They're going to go find some place to play. That Bouchelle kid at Texas, you think he's going to sit there no. and let that kid? It's yeah, like Kyler Murray yeah. is going to sit. He's yeah. going to go somewhere, yeah. right? Yeah. So no one's yeah. sitting around waiting. Yeah, they're going to play. People so want to play. They're going to play, which was different than back then when everybody said, oh, I'll just wait my turn and I get to go to Southern Cal. Well, it ain't happened. Now they go to Fresno State. Well, there's some teams like the Giants or whatever. There's some teams like the Giants that are kind of sitting there in the quarterback land, you know, maybe that, you know, top pick, top three pick quarterback land. Browns, surely 49ers. I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe the 49ers, they might, you know, try and sign Kirk Cousins. But it's to me, it's these quarterbacks, you know, when you get an opportunity, you better grab one or you better try. You better try and grab one and see if that makes the difference. And you never know. I mean, they might have hit on Cooper Rush. We, we, from what we saw in the preseason, you got to be a little bit encouraged by what you've seen from Cooper Rush. Absolutely, undrafted guy. Yeah. So I mean, that that's you, you know that's maybe a little maybe the football gods once again smiling on my quarterback. Once again, yeah, is that's the key term because Tony was undrafted and like you met, well, we talked about, there was a little brief period after Aikman retired where they struggled to find somebody. But oh, there are certain struggle was the word. Well, yeah, it was no. It is honestly, it was stupidity. Is really what it was. It was stupidity. I wasn't going well, there. And but the, and but the, I, I, what no, I'm it's say- true. I mean, we set the franchise back. We really did. That that just shows you how important the quarterback is. But it's hard. I mean, there you can name franchises. Parcells came in and won with our guys. Greatest coaching job ever to win. Yeah, two thousand three, right, Mick? Two thousand three to win a division or get into the playoffs. Got in the playoffs. Ten and six with a team. Carter at yeah, quarterback with a team that was five and eleven three straight years. And Troy Hambrick at running back. Yeah. And Richie Anderson, the leading wide receiver, he was a fullback. Who are you? Yeah, yeah exactly. It's incredible, but that just shows you though. Sometimes you know, if you can get the coaching with the players and. But, yeah, we just did, didn't do a very good job. Well, if you look at the Cowboys' history at quarterbacks, they've only had two lulls with quarterbacks. That one, till Romo emerged. Oh. And then after Danny White hurt his wrist in 86, Pelour was, eh. They were in the wilderness yeah, looking. They were wandering Aikman in the wilderness. showed up in 89. That's what I'm saying. There it fran- wasn't that long. There are franchises like Arizona and Detroit before Stafford and Cincinnati. Cincinnati. The Buffalo yeah. and the Jets. The Bears. Cycling these retreads year after year after year. I mean, the Cowboys are so fortunate. And I think, I mean, 
they're almost spoiled, but you got to give them credit for being able to find guys. Hey, I think I think we look at the Texans now, and of course they didn't even start Deshaun Watson at the beginning of the year. That was stupid. Yeah, and now they're looking at maybe we have our Dak Prescott. Yeah, yeah. there you go. See, that's what I'm saying. They got a young. I mean, they they want to. You think that you know that Savage was going to be you know, okay? Brock Osweiler, yeah. who they went and yeah. got and exactly. paid big money yeah. for, is now sitting behind uh, Trevor Simeon, yeah. seventh or sixth round guy. Yeah, see, that, that's what I'm saying though. When you got these young guys. Take your lumps, and that's why I can't understand what's going on with Cleveland, with with you know with Sean Kaiser. Yeah, with He's, Kaiser, they put him back in the starting lineup. Yeah, right? but, but okay. But you hurt his confidence by taking him out. Like, go with him if you're going to go with him. You're They're going to get a general manager there. They're going to get a general manager at Cleveland. They're going to all get rid of all those clowns. And that's when your head coach doesn't feel like he has much security either. No, he's. He's hopscotching quarterbacks, right? Yeah, but but how many times has Cleveland passed on a quarterback? They passed on Carson Wentz. <laughs> they did. Think about that. They've they've passed on uh, every year. Well, they, they trade back for a bad center and yeah. a bad tackle and a, a defensive end that gets hurt. And I'm not saying you're Texas A&M guy because he was the first overall pick. I'm saying they trade back for guys, and then they, they show the graphic when they play that team, 20. and it's Carson Wentz, and then, well, what'd they give up for Carson Wentz? They show Carson Wentz's name, and there's like eight guys that are no longer in the league. I want to say Gruden, your buddy Gruden pointed that out last night. Yeah. That Cleveland passed on Wentz. Yeah. Think about that. You're sitting there like. Cleveland passed on Dak Prescott. Well, Well, yeah. So did everybody else. I know. Yeah. That's like the Tom Brady line, you know. But then they draft a guy in like the fifth or sixth round, too. So it's counterintuitive because they're trying to find their quarterback. Yeah. Well, they they, (laughs) they drafted Johnny. That didn't work out. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Here comes Johnny. Mm -hmm. They saved everybody else. That was a self-destruction move right there. Not not Cleveland. Self-destruction Johnny. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe if they got him now, if he knows what he knows now, he maybe he wouldn't be as... Well, I appreciate you guys participating in this discussion because I think a lot of fans, especially Dallas Cowboys, NFC East fans, are curious to compare the two. Yeah. You know? Well, it'll be great. I think you to ta- play against each I, other. It'd be think, fun. I think you would take either one of them and be, and be happy with what you got. I mean, I do. Because we're around Dak every day and what you see... With, I think I like Dak better. No, no that's fine. But I, if you said, hey, I want to... I, I'm... I feel like this is my scheme. This is what I want to do. I don't think you'd be. You'd feel, you know. I I, I was the one that said I would take Dak over golf. Yeah. Really? That, that's wow. clear. That's clear to me. You know who? That's pass? clear to me. Oh, now, you mean you mean pre-draft or now? Pre-draft. Now, well, now, now yeah, now, 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 yeah, now. Yeah, Dak, I believed was the better quarterback week three or week four. Week four, but yeah. hey, you yeah. know, and just to point out one thing, I could tell you guys three guys who could actually pass for brothers, and that would be Cooper Rush, C.J. Beathard, and Carson Wentz. They all kind of look alike. They all have red hair. Uh, red dish tints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad beards, beards, Bad kind of lumberjack beards. thing going. But yeah. hey, Eagles got a dominant win and, last and night. Boomer in the pregame show on radio pointed out that Wentz had a big nose too. Oh my gosh, that's not like, very nice. Where did that come from? He was describing the quarterback: red hair, fair skin, six four, big nose. I was like, "What a big <laughs> nose!" Weird. So, the Weird. things you do when you scout. The things you do when you scout. And now we are going to go to our final break here in the SWBC Mortgage Studio. Look forward to your guys' calls. Numbers two one four eight seven two twenty one zero two. We'll be right back. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. 
like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields, and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeeredealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See dealer for details. We, the entertainment-loving people, want a smartphone built for us. With AT&T and DirecTV, you can get the Samsung Galaxy S8 with an infinity edge-to-edge screen that's perfect for entertainment. We want exactly what you just said. Buy a Samsung Galaxy S8 and get one free after bill credits when you buy both on AT&T Next and have DirecTV. Visit your local AT&T store today. Buy each for $750 on installment agreement with eligible service. New line is free up to $750 in credits over 30 months. Credits start in two to three bills if service canceled by balance due. Taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. Limited time offers. See store for details. Ice cold Dr. Pepper and the Dallas Cowboys go way back. They belong together, like Texas and football, silver and blue, shotgun formations and Hail Marys. Having a Cowboys football party without Dr. Pepper is like having Thanksgiving without the Cowboys. Basically, we wouldn't recommend it. So next time you have a tailgate, home gate, or whatever else kind of gate, grab some ice-cold Dr. Pepper for you and your friends to enjoy. It's a Dallas Cowboys tradition. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the Internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. This is Talking Cowboys. Of course, we're talking Papa John's Pizza, and I wanted to, if you guys were watching closely last night on that Monday night game, that Papa John's now makes pan pizza. Deep dish. <gasps> Deep dish. Oh, and they style. worked real hard to find the right pans to make it in. And if you want one of those deep dish pizzas with the freshest ingredients, they're whole and never frozen, and the best pepperoni because it's 100% pork and beef, you can get any pan pizza for $10. Woo! Got World Series on tonight, Mickey. Think you need to get you a pan pizza. We might need one to Mm. watch the game and just call Papa John's. There you go. Beautiful. All right, Rob, your Twitter poll. Yes, I I voted. voted. You did? Yes. Woo. Yeah, enough people on Twitter calling you out for not voting. So I appreciate the fans making you They helped me up. out. They, I think they sent me the link. Hold yeah. him accountable for everything. That's right. That's right. I forgot what I voted for. Though. Okay, well, I'll remind to figure you. it out. Jason Garrett would hate this poll, but that's okay. Because we look forward on Talking Cowboys. Which opponent? Oh, I remember now. Thank you. Which opponent before Thanksgiving concerns you most? Got the Redskins next, followed by the Chiefs. At the Falcons and then at home versus Carson Wentz and those Eagles. Who do you guys think? Wentz oh, I bet yeah. the Eagles got 80% of the votes. They did not. I think people are concerned about Atlanta for some reason. Mm. Kansas City. Yeah. This is why I did this. There's a lot of tough games ahead. On paper. Tay, you got one? I think I voted for the Eagles. Wentz-Atlanta. Just because in the past two years when they've come to AT&T Stadium, it's gone to overtime. First year, obviously, Sam Bradford led them to a win last year. Mm-hmm. Jason Witten had the overtime touchdown catch. Of course, I hate the NFL overtime rules, so <laughs> whatever. You like college instead? What would you vote? Philadelphia. No, you vote Philadelphia? Yeah, yeah Pennsylvania all the way. I voted Atlanta. You did? Yeah. I'm going to vote the Redskins. Because Red it's on the road? 
Yeah, Atlanta is going to wake up one day, and I just don't want it to be when you're worried about the Redskins. I am because it's the Redskins. Did you vote? And it's a road last night. I don't. I don't vote. Oh, I just tally them up. It's one of those things where that quarterback that quarterback will throw for 400 yards, and then he'll find a way to have a red zone turnover, like he did at Washington last year. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. but he he's dangerous. Yeah, Cousins. Yeah. Tay, you're right. The Eagles win this vote. 47%, followed by the Chiefs at 38%. Mm. Redskins only get 6% of the vote. Falcons, who everybody thought pointed at that one in April and said, whoa, they got to go to Atlanta. They only get 9% of the vote right now because they are 3-3. Three and three. Falcons. They've struggled. The Chiefs. What is wrong with them? Let me ask you this. Games you can – I know you don't want to lose games, but what game – you can't lose a, NFC games, right? Yeah. Keep right. those. So the Kansas City one, you know, that's that could be one of your games you kind of – but you, you can't lose in these AFC, NFC games. I keep saying AFC. Right, Mickey? And And you shouldn't lose at home. So that which they've lost. Kansas which City. they've lost too. Right. Jeez. Back to playing well on the road. Gave away know? two. Yeah. Two and on the road this year though, right? The Eagles game is Sunday night football. Yeah, it is. It's yes. a later one. It is. Here? First, right? 19th. 19th. The end of the season. Sunday. And then we play the L.A. Chargers the following Thursday. And then we go, we go, we go Sunday, Thursday, Thursday. Where I'm grateful for you. So they've got to play a Sunday night game and then play Thanksgiving. Mm. Yes. Yes. Who made that schedule? The, the computer. People. The people that won the Eagles to win the division. <laughs> <laughs> Eagles <Amazing>. fans. <laughs> How's that happen? It happens. Know. Just Might as well them. be on the road. Just play them. Things happen in life. Just go win. Just play them. Oh, I understand. Yeah. Well, I think the fans are probably right. And with everything with the NFC East kind of being topsy-turvy. Eagles right there at top. Six and one. I wonder if eight weeks from now we're going to be talking about the Eagles as a dominant team. Like They're in the now. power rankings is number one. I know, but it's, but I'm saying, though, I wonder if it, eight weeks is something. is they've, Now they have a couple of key injuries that just hit him. Yeah, Hicks he, and Peters. Peters out for the season. Yeah. I mean, now, all of a sudden, now here we go. The attrition. You know, can you make it to the end with, you know, the, the teams that are the healthiest usually get into the Super Bowl. That's the way it goes. I'm still in this mode of I'm not sure who's really good yet. Got a like, boy, Rob. Like I think they're a good team. You went, you're six and one. You're probably a good Proud team. Of you. Thanks, Mick. That means a lot. <laughs> but I, the rest of these teams, like they're four and two, three and three. There's still time for teams to separate themselves from the pack. But on the paper, Giants good. No. Okay. They've separated but, themselves. Yeah. Yeah. But so have 49ers. Cowboys have four tough games. We think ahead, so it will tell a lot. But they still have an opportunity with two games against Philly head to head. That this division's not run away with. What if yet? you split the division games you have left? Well, I think that's the best you can hope, hope for. for. Usually, right? Better make hay. I think you better make hay. Which means what? <laughs> that means you, you better, better win, win them all. division games. You better win them all. Better come out with a winning record in Old the division. Old saying, <laughs> make hay. Old people. <laughs> Experience people. Old better seem to be. Stay. Old you people. Be, you be. You seem to be making that mistake that quite a bit there lately. <laughs> Veteran sayings. Yes, veterans. Yes. Well, let's go to the call lines. We have AJ from California on the line. What is your question? Hey, guys. uh, Two questions, really, actually. Um, First, um, love the defensive effort against the 49ers. I know Marinelli is somewhat allergic to blitzing, it seems like. Not true. And I really like the way that that Jalen Smith moves forward better than backwards. And so – 
adding Hitchens in there on passing downs looked really good. Do you, do you think we're going to see a little bit more of that moving forward with Jalen Smith kind of attacking uh, more as a rush blitzer from the middle linebacker position um, instead of them kind of playing everybody back in a zone? And then secondly, I really like Jason Garrett's comment after the game when asked about um, you know the offensive line in the rushing game when he said that uh, you guys learn how to run you know during the game. You don't get a chance to. Was that kind of a little veiled shot at the – competition committee and some of the rules that are in place and do you guys see that changing in the future to where maybe you get a little bit more padded practices because it seems like everybody's running game with the exception of the Chiefs this year started a little bit slow and everybody's kind of picking up right around the same time thanks guys thank you good question so contrary to I think what he thought Jason was saying about the running game mm-hmm. that was an old Hudson Houck saying line, yeah. which came from the 90s yes when they could go three days a week if they wanted absolutely ads. Yeah. but I think if you understand what he's saying is even in practice you're not going all out not even back you know for 17 years you haven't been going all out in practice sure so you can practice all you want the running game but He's right. In, in, you do it in the game. Yeah. Um, I think that, uh, I got the first part of it. Jaylen, the blitzing. We've been, but we've been saying that for yeah, a while. We, yeah. The, the, the forward part blitzing is, yeah, that's not problem. I, I want to, the myth of that he doesn't blitz. Yeah. Because I know this for a fact, and this was the number I looked up the other day because of you know, quarterback ratings. And I always like to see a quarterback's rating when he has to face blitz. Cowboys one of the best teams in the league. When it comes to blitz and quarterbacks, and their the, ratings low, like like sixty six percent or sixty six point nine, I think is their rating. See when what happens blitz. when 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 you when you blitz and get there, yeah. Then it's like, oh, you're blitzing a lot. Yeah. A lot of times you blitz and don't get there, and yeah. you don't notice that they're blitzing. No, that's absolutely right. I mean, they've they've blitzed and gotten sacks, and it hadn't been the guy blitzing. So I mean, they say, okay, you blitz that play, and you got a sack or you got pressure. He's but, not. But he, I think the point that the callers make. He's not. Buddy Ryan, yeah, he's, he's selective in his blitzing. He's not a guy. It's not a huge part of his package. It's not what he does f- philosophically, but he's selective with it. He'll he'll blitz a corner off the edge. He'll blitz a safety. Oh no, his thing is that send slot, linebacker. slot safety. I mean, when he gets in his dime, he'll take both those safeties and blitz. You know, they're both very really linebackers. Are both linebackers? They're both linebackers. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I I I. I no, they're you know I think league average is eighty nine. The rating of eighty nine when you blitz a quarterback, and the Cowboys are at sixty six point nine. Quarterbacks, quarterback rating, rating. yeah, that's good. That's yeah, impressive. so see to me that that's where I thought when when the game got a little little on the uh, the Cowboys side last week, you started to see okay, but I didn't I, I heck I I think he's going to blitz I think he's going to blitz Cousins here, I do. I don't think you can let Cousins stand there and and make throws. Didn't the Eagles did didn't they? Yeah, they went after. Yeah. They and they they got the they got matter of fact like third down they they hit him pretty good but two double double a gap blitz they blitz Palmer a lot in the Arizona game yeah because it was kind of the same thing kind of just want yeah standing there and it, when you get time. a lead when you get a lead you can do stuff like that he just hadn't had a, he hadn't had been able have to play for fun he hadn't yeah. played from a lead I mean the Rams game they had a lead you know just yeah. couldn't get it home Mickey um, is your bike in good shape. Is my bike in You're riding shape. bicycle. It's in good enough shape. Do you think that you could ride it to the game on Sunday, the next time that the Cowboys play at AT&T Stadium on November 5th? Because Matt Collins rode his bike last night to the game. Did you guys see that? No. Yes, he he rode his bike to the game. Who did? Matt Collins. 
for the Eagles. Where does he live? New Jersey? No, I'm I'm assuming around Philly. Was yeah. he tired by a lot of a lot of those there? players live, they live in New Jersey? A lot of players live across because the taxes are better. When you live in the city of Philadelphia, you get taxed. Trust me, I know this rule. Why why do you ride his bike? He refuses to have electricity or no, hold on. I'm sorry. Somebody else was like saying everything. Oh, Ryan is Switzer. For, is this for Puerto Rico? Is he trying to make a stand no. for Puerto Rico with no electricity? He's Hold just on. green. Well, while he you're... won't get cable in his house, nor will he buy a TV. Oh, okay. oh, yeah. But he's got 18 pads. <laughs> he's got a good bike, though. Oh yeah, looks. There's a picture right here. Helmet and all. You have his helmet on and everything. No helmet. Mm. Oh, that's kind of mm. crazy in this day and age, especially in in the metropolitan area, huh? Yeah. Just wear your yeah. Eagles helmet. But then he balled it. out last night in the game, and everyone was if talking I about get, that. If I get to use the uh, locker room at when I get there and shower after yeah. a thirty mile ride, <laughs> I just wonder if that would help our. our Did you see me going down the street in coat and tie? <laughs> I would love backpack to see it. on with his like his pants like rolled up so he didn't yeah. get caught. <laughs> The, the spokes or the chain? <laughs> Actually, now, you know what? Speaking of riding to work, Michael Irvin used to do that from Carrollton when he was rehabbing his knee. He would ride a bike? He he rode a bike from – so Carrollton to Valley Ranch was That's probably 12 miles, 15, right. 15 at the most. And it was part of his rehab. Well, I'd be driving down the street, and here down the middle of the road is – and it's one of these – it was the tallest bike I think I'd ever seen with the tallest seat because you got a 6'2 guy. Yeah, the legs. Yeah. Got to have a lot of leg room. And yeah. I see this big old guy coming. I was like, what the? It's Michael Irvin yeah. riding to the ranch. Mm. It, 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 and he'd ride down the middle. He didn't yeah. go on the no, side. He would, he would, right he, down the middle. He ain't going to take a chance. I was just thinking because we were looking at some of the Twitter questions here, and a lot of people are asking about Demarcus Lawrence and what will that mean for his contract at the end of the year and everything. Now, when we did that one Twitter poll that was talking about the sacks total at the end of the year, they're already over 20 now, 23 maybe? What's that? The team has a total of over 23 sacks? Yes, that's true. I can tell you. Yeah. Yeah. That is true. So I remember one of them was like 20 to 30. Yeah, 20 to 30. And and I think everybody kind of fell in that 20 to 30 range. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A lot of people really worried about where the pass rush was going to come from. I know. Keep saying that. There's always Dak regression, and where's the pass rush going to come from? And Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've talked about it with Lawrence. I mean, when he's been healthy, he's he's shown he can get to the quarterback. It's just, it's been his back. Who's the next best rusher? 21 sacks. Oh, 21. 21. Thank you. Who's the next best rusher on this team? David Irving. David Irving. Yeah. Yeah. Then Tyrone Crawford. Yeah. People give Crawford a lot of crap. And I, yeah, but they Malik, should watch him play the last two games. Uh, talking about edge rusher or because Malik Collins, pass rusher, pass rusher, just pass rusher. You know, Malik Collins' training camp to me, he was he was right there. Well, that's been disappointing to me. If of, you ask me, an eight a halfway point kind of disappointment guy, I thought that was going to be a Pro Bowl player, right? He still might, but man, I just he's moved now back inside of the one. Yeah. Well, at least for the last game, he was at the one or at the nose. So. It seemed to work pretty well. It did. Although they got to be a little bit better against the run. Yeah. Did you guys think that this team missed Benson Mayowa being inactive? No. Five sacks. But was he better than – would he be better, though, than Taco? Got to go with Taco. He's first-round draft choice. Let him play. Yeah. And he needed that experience. He Everyone knew that going into this year. He only had one year of college experience. Would he get 30-something snaps in the game? 37. It's good. Yeah. Nothing wrong with most, that. Most this year. God, he would have got a sack, too. I said that the other day. I said it was on the floor. Maybe they should give him longer cleats 
so he doesn't slide down. Remember, though, he was balanced prompts a little bit, though. I know. Yeah. That's why I said that. Did you see that Sean Payton promised everyone pedic- pedicures? Yeah. Because yeah. they had to wear the screw-on cleats in, in, at Lambeau. I, hey, I've been there. I've seen that field. Pedicure? Well, absolutely. Never. Me neither. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm going <gonna> assume, <laughs> to assume you have. Yes, Vicky, but like. I don't need to ask you. Could I go to a, could that be Kick another field Mickey goals? challenge? <laughs> Kick field goals? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. What's the be, Mickey challenge? He gets a pedicure. If? And you have to film it. Like, he would be so picky with everything. Like, that hurts my toe. I think he'd read the newspaper. He'd read the newspaper while it had yeah. going on. He would just sit there and read the newspaper. Do I get gloss? No, clear. Or shine? Go clear. Clear? Clear. Yeah, go clear. It's happening. <laughs> when it you, happening. No, I'll tell you why. You know, because I oh, ran marathons. Man. Yes. Believe it or not, I've done five in my life, completed five marathons. When your feet get, when you run, they get just beat up. Yeah. So you got to take all that skin. It makes your feet feel a thousand percent better. thousand percent. You're yeah. biking. It would feel better. Yeah. I hated getting my... Toenails cut when I was small. My yeah. mom had to do it. I would <laughs> scream. It's because she had that big hatchet and she was in the backyard. My, mu- my dad's yelling, what are you doing to him? <laughs> Poor Mickey. He's so sweet. Hated it. <laughs> Guys, you know who's been the biggest surprise for me so far this season? Is Rod Smith. We all knew mm. what he was kind of capable of. And, of course, I watched him a lot in college, I felt like. And then when he came here, he was really just kind of a – like a holding place. I just didn't really ever know his role. He was kind of on and off the practice squad. Right. And then now he's almost cementing himself as the number two back. Yeah. He is. is that uh, unfair to say? No. Well, he's gotten work more and more as this, in the passing game, in the running game. And what Jason said about him yesterday I thought was interesting. He, coaches love players like this because he helps you on special teams and he can fit into a role offensively. You've got – you can use him in different ways on game day. It's valuable because mm-hmm. – you need guys like that on your 46. He's perfect for it. And, again, I mentioned this a while back. I mean, I'm looking a little down the road. Alfred McFadden on their last year of their deals, this guy is a guy you could look to as your number two possibly for sure next year, depending on what shakes out with the draft or what they do with those two veterans in the offseason. What's his official status year-wise? Is he a two, three? That's a good question because he's been kind of – Official status, Mickey. Let me look that up for they you. They got him. I have they, official status in the flip card. They right claimed here. him off waivers in 2015, and I think he was a rookie at that point. They, they gave him a two. They gave him a two. Yeah, it was a two. Yeah. I don't know, but well, that's it, good. I, I, you know, I like, I like what you're saying, Tay. I'm just saying that all of a sudden it was like, okay, Rod Smith, like he went from being kind of a special teams guy to being like a reliable, a reliable ball carrier. And it looks like a reliable receiver that play made in the Green Bay game down the field coming back for the ball. Right. They've they like, talked to some people about him. They're like, hey, they you know they're not afraid to throw him a screen. Maybe trust yeah. factor. I mean, yeah. they, they tried, trust him. Yeah. And, and he's gaining their trust. He'll get more snaps. They tried yeah. to make him a fullback last year and said, nope, he's a running back, and he's gotten better and better at it. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. Well, we'll get into more about the Cowboys versus the Redskins tomorrow when we're back here in the SWBC Mortgage Studio. He's talking about Mike Leach, but we'll be back tomorrow, 1130 a.m. Join us then. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this,